0: On this episode of the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, we sit down with David Dodge to uncover how to get started flipping houses. Welcome to the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where we provide actionable steps to help you get your first or next real estate deal. Now, during this episode, you're gonna discover exactly how to get started flipping houses. For those of you who are new to the show, my name is Sean Young, today's host, and I love all things real estate. Now, before I introduce you to our incredible guest speaker today, I wanna make a request that if at any point in the show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And make sure to take a look in the description as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. Now, today, we have the privilege to learn from a man who has done over a thousand transactions, including burrs, wholesale deals and even rehabs. Prior to his career in real estate, he was always an entrepreneur involved in consulting, lawn care, just to name a few. But all that changed when he had a professor in college and he read the rich dad, poor dad book that we all know so well and decided that that would be the path he wanted to take. I would describe our next guest as someone who was persistent. I'd like to introduce you all to the one, the only David Dodge. David, thanks for being a guest on today's show.
1: Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me, buddy. Appreciate you, man.
0: Man, we are so, so happy to have you on today, man. So before we get into how how to get started with flipping houses, David, you contribute a lot of your success to your ability to have a strong follow-up game. Explain that to us.
1: Yeah, I mean, the average deal we do takes four to six months. I've done a thousand transactions in the last eight years, and, you know, some years I'll buy a hundred houses a year or more. Okay. and the only way that we're able to do that kind of volume is number 1 having a lot of a lot of marketing efforts going out the door. Okay. And number 2 is being really really persistent with the follow-up game. Nice. So, you know, a lot of people in this business, they don't want to follow up. And it's the way I look at it is you know, maybe 1 in 20 properties uh, or 1 in 20 leads I should say is a better way to describe this, mm-hmm. um will close within, you know, 3 to 5 days. The other 19 are going to take a couple months sometimes, or at a minimum, a couple weeks. So, if you just go out and run an appointment or talk to a seller once and you don't ever follow up with them, you're leaving 19 out of 20 deals on the table. So, follow up is so incredibly important. And, you know, follow up is, you've probably heard this saying before the money's in the follow up. I can't agree with that more. I mean, that's, you know, 19 out of 20 deals require follow up, often four to six months or longer.
0: 100%. That is a, a common theme here on this show. The money is in the follow-up, guys. And David just said it. David, can you give our listeners a brief background on, on you know who who, who is? Yeah. David? You know, where'd you come yeah, from? Yeah, no problem, how'd you man.
1: No problem. So I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm 38 okay. years old. I started investing in real estate when I was 20, 18, 18, almost 19 years ago. Um, the first 10 years of my investing career was passive. I was buying rental properties. And I was putting down 20% on those properties every time I bought them. I often didn't have the 20%. So I'd get creative and I'd borrow from friends and family and acquaintances to, to put down the 20%. And then I'd get a bank loan for the other 80%. I did that for the first 10 years. And I basically bought a property a year. And two out of those 10 years, I bought two properties in a year. So after ten years, I had twelve properties. I thought I was doing pretty good. <laughs> nice. And then after uh, about ten years of passively doing it, you know, just being an entrepreneur, having lots of little random businesses, I decided that I wanted to get into to real estate full time. I think I was thirty years old. So I dove in with both feet, both hands, all of the above, and um, essentially, um, since then, over the last eight years, I've bought and sold over a thousand houses, done over two hundred Burr deals. Uh, 700 plus wholesale deals. And just kind of like I was saying earlier, it's, you know, this is a marketing business, regardless of what exit strategy we're going to go on, right? If we're going to fix and flip or wholesale or buy rentals, it doesn't really matter. We still need to find discounted deals that we can buy mm-hmm. before we decide that we're even going to do, you know, whatever exit strategy we, 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 we choose, right? So um, one of my favorite sayings is, keep the best and wholesale the rest. And in the beginning, I really was just a full-time wholesaler. I didn't really know any better. But now at this point, I've matured as, as an investor and um, essentially I you know keep the good deals that I come across. I keep the best ones. And then the ones that don't make for good rental properties or, or good fix and flip opportunities, we wholesale. Um, another one of my favorite sayings is you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. But if you don't buy right, you're not going to get paid a whole lot when you sell. But if you buy a property at 50, 60 cents in the dollar, you know, 50, 60, 70 cents in the dollar, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you can make a lot of money when you sell that property after you fix it up. Or you can make a little bit of money without even doing anything and just turn around and sell it the next day. But you got you to gotta get good deals, right? You got to buy discounted properties. And that's why my own personal podcast and business is actually called Discount Property Investor because that's what all investors do. They buy properties at discounts. So that's kind of a quick, brief bio. Man,
0: 100%, 100%. You gave out a lot of great nuggets there. (laughs) Keep the best, wholesale the rest. That's something we've heard on this show as well, plenty of times. David, this is some great, great stuff. So I, I noticed that um, you've you've not, well, I won't say notice, but the theme of this show is, is how to get started with flipping. Is, is flipping an exit, one of your exit strategies that you lean towards more often? I know that we, you know, you'll do what makes sense, but is that one that you find yourself doing more often of is, is flipping those houses or keeping those for rentals?
1: Well, even the rentals, they get sold off at some point. So it's just, I just look at a rental property as a slow flip right? Mm -hmm. Mostly when I'm buying properties, I'm buying deeply distressed properties that need 30, 40 grand worth of work. You know, It's rare I buy a property that needs less than $10,000 worth of work. The average property we buy probably needs between 30 and 40 grand. Sometimes when we're doing fix and flips, they may need 70 grand, 80 grand, 100 grand. I've done $200,000 rehabs before. In fact, I'm doing a a motel conversion as we speak that's $950,000 in rehab. You know that that's yeah, obviously nice, a lot bigger nice. of a deal than your typical, you know, typical house. But you know, I'm typically buying properties that need work. So when I say, you know, flipping, wholesaling is a form of flipping, and then fixing it up and selling it on the market full retail is a form of flipping. And then there's also another form of flipping, which is called wholetailing, where you buy a property off-market at a deep discount, and then you list it on the MLS, oftentimes with none with no work at all, or maybe just the bare minimum like paint and carpet and maybe some landscaping. Mm-hmm. So all of these are different types of flipping. And even when I buy rental properties, I don't typically hold rental properties for more than five to seven years. I do own some that I've owned for, you know 12, 13, 14 years, but most properties, after five to seven years, I'll sell them or I'll refinance them, right? So that's just mm-hmm. kind of a, it's more of a, more of a slow flip. But regardless, just kind of like I was saying earlier, the exit strategy, Happens after you get the property under contract. Like, you know, we decide the exit strategy after we get the property under contract. So if you are looking for the fastest way to get started in the real estate investing business, the flipping business, you need to understand that this is a marketing business. You know, I work with people all the time. Students come to me from all over the country, all over the world in in, in some cases, and they say, Hey, we we, you know, I want to be a real estate investor. What do I do to get started? And I say, all right, great. This is a marketing business. You understand that, right? And oftentimes they don't. So I have to explain that to them. So lesson number one, this is a marketing business, guys, period. You need to have a budget. You need to have a time budget and you need to have a monetary budget. If you don't have a lot of time, then you're going to need to spend money to get the the phone to ring. If you don't have a lot of money, then you're going to need to spend time ringing other people's phones. It doesn't really get much more simple than that. That's it. That's the entire business. It right? was
0: super simple, brother.
1: It's super simple, right? You, you, but lesson number one, this is a marketing business. So I ask people right away when they hire me, mm-hmm. okay, number one, understand this is a marketing business. Number two, what is your budget? And it's two-part. It's time and money. How much time are you going to commit on a weekly basis? I don't ask them for a monthly because it's too, it's too big. How many hours are you going to give me a week? And if that number is not at least 10, I'm going to tell them it's going to take you 6 months to a year to get a deal. Cuz you got to work, you got to work, right? You got to put in the time. You got to go run appointments and talk to sellers and get on the phone and follow up. Yep. And then I ask them it. what their monetary budget's going to be. And if their budget isn't at least $500 a month, I tell them the same thing. It's going to probably take you 6 months to a year to get a deal. But if they're willing to spend 15-20 hours a week and 2 or 3 grand a month on their marketing, there's no reason they can't stumble across a deal in a couple months. I think the average person that's hired me, you know, has gotten a deal within three months. And I think I've helped over 60 people get their first deal at this point. So the bigger the budget, and again, it doesn't always have to be money, right? It can be time too. The bigger the budget, the quicker you're going to do deals and the the more deals you're going to do, period. This is a marketing business.
0: Guys, one of the biggest hurdles I hear out there is that I don't have any money. I don't have the money. Well, there you
1: go. You got to have time. You got to have one or the other. You don't have to have a bunch of money. I mean, you're typically yep. going to need at least two or $300 just mm-hmm. to cover some software to help you run comps, right? My favorite software to go run comps is Batch Leads because they have nationwide comps. But you may have another software that you promote, and that's fine. There's there's a couple different options out there, right? Yeah, we, love, we love Batch as well. Yeah, Batch is great. PropStream is not too bad either, right? So mm-hmm. both of these services are pretty decent, right? They're pretty – they're or I should say better than decent. They're pretty great. They can both they, – they can help you, you know, find – property data, run comps, do all and, and even do different types of marketing like send mail or send text or even make phone calls out of these systems now, which is awesome, right? But mm-hmm. you know, after having just a couple hundred dollars, you don't necessarily need up, you know, thousands of dollars if you're new or if you're just getting started, but you're going to need to you need to commit time. And I and I love it when people tell me they don't have time because then I just ask them to look at their phone and tell me how much screen time they spent last week looking at their phone. Mm. Right? How much how many t- how many hours a week or a month? Are they watching Netflix? Right. And usually the answer is, well, I watch two or three hours a day of of TV in the evenings. And, you know, I'm on my phone five or six hours a day. That's common, right? Well, guess what? You don't, you're not getting paid to do that. So (laughs) So quit doing that. That's what I tell my students, quit doing that. I'm not against vegging out occasionally and throwing on Netflix and chilling. I'm not saying you can't do that. Just quit doing it every day. Instead Get your butt off the couch, go to networking events, go to RIAs, start networking with people that can bring you leads. You know, people like probate attorneys or senior living communities or eviction attorneys or property managers or estate sale companies. You know, these people that I just mentioned are one of about 50 different people that you can go network with. It doesn't cost you anything but time. Go make a friend with these people, and then they will start bringing you leads. And when you start closing deals from these leads, you can kick them back five hundred or thousand dollars as a thank you, which incentivizes them to bring you more deals. You know, I didn't do a thousand deals in the last eight years because I paid for every single one of my leads. You know, probably twenty to thirty percent of those were free leads that I got from my networking efforts. And again, that's where the time comes into the budget. Maybe even closer to. 30%. Guys I, hope a you, good chunk. guys,
0: I hope you are taking those. David is actually <laughs> laying it down here, man. He's giving golden nuggets, man. Number one, understand that this is a marketing business. Number two, what is your budget? Meaning time, money. Number three, get off your butts, guys. Go out there, make things happen. You got to get active. You have to get active in this business. Like David just said, 20 to 30% of his business was brought to him through referrals or just basically handed to him just because he's out there making it happen. And people know that he's making it happen and they know that he's
1: good at what he does. Hey, what what, what more? I is- got one more thing to add to that. I got one more thing to add to that. Don't keep your business a secret. In fact, if you're looking for a title, that's the title I would go with, right? Why Why do I say don't keep your business a secret? Because nobody's going to bring you a lead on a silver platter if they don't know that you're looking to buy distressed properties. And one of the easiest ways to make sure that you don't keep your business a secret is to make weekly or bi-weekly posts on social media that literally say this, I am looking to buy distressed properties. Have one you need to sell or know somebody that needs to sell a house, call me or DM me. That's it. That's it. But if you keep your business a secret, your friends, your family, your acquaintances especially aren't going to know that you're looking for these things. So how do you expect them to bring them to you? And again, I know this may seem pretty dumb to the person that's already on here doing deals and listening, but the people that are listening to this episode that aren't doing deals. This is so important. The first thing everybody can do today for free in the next five seconds, 10 seconds is open up Facebook and go make a post on your profile. If you have a page, make a post there that just says, hey, to all my friends that aren't aware, you know, I'm I'm making a service announcement. I buy houses. I pay cash. I close fast. Let me know if you have a house. I want to make an offer to you. You can't keep your business a secret or else you're never going to get leads.
0: Guys, just that simple guys. So pause this 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 podcast right now. Pause <laughs> like that. it guys. Pause it. Go out there and do exactly what David just told you. Take action right now. This podcast is all about taking action to help you get your first or next real estate deal. So David just laid out those steps. Go take action, then come back and finish up and listen. So David, man, what what That's would life exactly be like right. What would life be like if you would have never found real estate and and you were just, you know, still out there kind of on your entrepreneurial journey? What do you think life would be like?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. I'm so glad I found real estate. I was looking at my portfolio this morning with my business partner. We own $11 million in real estate. We got about $3 million in equity right now. And I just feel like I'm just starting to hit my stride, you know, after 18 years and really eight years full time. I've been investing for 18, but I've been full-time at this for 8 and I just I feel like I'm finally just starting to hit my stride. So, you know, i love I'm 38 years old right now. I mean, I'd love to own 100 million in real estate by the time I'm 50. So, man. that gives me 12 years to acquire not to to acquire 89 more million. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. at 11 today. Congrats um, to you and your partner. Because man. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. It's it's, you know, it's 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 the easiest way to build wealth. And, you know, they're not making any less real estate. I can tell you that. Um, Some people may argue that they're building islands in Dubai and that's fine. That's costing more money to build them than they're worth. So that's not necessarily a good investment in my opinion, but all real estate's a good investment at the end of the day. And now that the government's printing money, like it's going out of style, the best hedge against inflation is dirt truly. (sighs) Right. So the, the 11 million that I have in real estate, um, I don't, I do, our 11 million I have, yeah, in holdings, um, you know, doesn't keep me up at night with, you know, with all the debt service that I have to to pay for because my tenants pay for it at the end of the month or at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whenever everything goes up 10, 15, 20%, which we've seen, I'd say nationwide, we've probably seen 15 to 20% increase in the last three years alone from COVID. 100%. Right. So, I mean, if you own $10 million in real estate and that real estate goes up 20%, you just made $2 million in equity. It's pretty no brainer to me. So I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't find real estate. (laughs) I'm just glad I found it. Let's,
0: Let's go with that. Oh man, we're glad you found it also, David. We're glad you found it also. We have reached the part of the show that we call the rapid fire section. We're about to wrap this thing up here. Now, this is the part where I ask you a question and you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind word let's let's roll let's go all right on a scale of one to ten how strict were your parents uh probably like seven get up early or stay up late stay up late how many hours of sleep do you get i get usually about eight and a half favorite or last book read
1: um the ultimate guide to wholesaling real estate i wrote it five years ago and it's an awesome book. It breaks down everything that you need to know to, to get started real uh, wholesaling.
0: Nice, guys. Go get it.
1: If you could be any superhero, who would it be? Oh, man. I, I would go Superman, I guess. It's just, yeah, who doesn't want to fly, right? And be super. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Something everyone should do less of. Uh, Watch TV and look at screens.
0: Something everyone should do more of. N- network. AI technology, scary or the way of the future?
1: Uh, it's it's both. I mean, you can't deny that. It's scary because it's going to replace a lot of people's jobs, but you can't fight technology. I mean, look at people that, that said, I'm not going to ever get an iPhone. you, you <laughs> see anybody walking around with a flip phone anymore? I don't. Exactly. <laughs> or going to a pay phone. Imagine yeah. that, right? No, I don't even know where you'd find ch- quarters and change at this yeah, point. Yeah, Everything's all change. plastic. <laughs>
0: give me some change right. for a call, right,
1: hey, David? Man, any final thoughts
0: you want to share with our audience out there, and and how can they get a hold of you as well?
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, I have a brand new community. It's free, uh, free education. We do free weekly live trainings. We have a free weekly RIA meeting. I have a free wholesaling course, and I have a free landlording course. And it's all hosted in my brand new community called Real Estate School. And the URL to, 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 to join is R-E-I-S-K-O-O-L.com. So it's school spelled the cool way. And it's rei school.com. And you can connect with me in there. Once you're in there, you can send me direct messages. Uh, you can post about your deals. We just started the community about a month ago. We already got 600 members in the group. I'm looking forward to taking this thing to several thousand, um, you know, several tens of thousands of people. It's an awesome community. It has free courses. It has free weekly trainings. And you can connect with me inside of that uh, that platform.
0: Man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Guys, I'll make sure to drop a link in the description so that you can get all those free giveaways that David just listed for us. David, man, this has been amazing. I want to thank you so much for coming on today's show, brother. Thanks for having me, Sean. I appreciate you, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to our listeners out there, you guys have made it to the end of the show. So give yourselves a pat on the back because most people never finish what they start and you just did. Now, if you got any value out of today's show, please share this with a friend or on your Facebook page, like the video, subscribe to our channel and send us topics that you want to learn more about. So until the next episode, you can catch me on any one of my social platforms. I'll see you guys on the other side. Peace. With this crown on my head I'm seated on the throne The top is so alone Only thing that keeps me gone is I I know my city love me I know my city love me I know my city love me I know my city love me